Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. Are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the seven years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out? I'm afraid it was the sink. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act <laughs> by the sink a lot. a lot. Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right. Doing business constantly. Uh-huh. Mom stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Disciplining you. <laughs> Amazing. In some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. Jesse Kelly here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of deadly force. Enter the Burna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher, equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Visit Burna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. On the Jordan Harbinger Show, you'll hear amazing stories from people that have lived them, from spies to CEOs, even an undercover agent who infiltrated the Gambino crime family. You're about to hear a preview of the Jordan Harbinger Show with Jack Garcia, who did just that. My career was 24 out of 26 years was solely dedicated working undercover. I walk in, I'm in the bar. Now there's a barmaid there, good looking young lady. She's serving me drink. Hey, what would you like? I usually, my drink was, give me a kettle, one martini, three olives, glass of water on the side. I finish the drink, the guys come in, I'm gonna go, go in my pocket, take out the big wad of money. Bam, I give her a hundred dollars. If you're with the mob, I say, hey Jordan, you're on record with us. That means we protect you. Nobody could shake you down. We could shake you down, but you're on record with us. For more on how Jack became so trusted in the highest levels of the Gambino organization, check out episode 392 of The Jordan Harbinger Show. Lies. Not, not little ones either. Big lies. What do you do? What do I do when they're just 
agreed upon. What should we do? We're going to talk about that tonight. The COVID lies, the reality of what actually happened, and it's time for President Kamala Harris. All that's coming up right now on I'm Right. Coronavirus. Maybe you've heard of it. Maybe not. I don't know. In case you haven't heard of it, here's, here's what the deal was. About a year ago, we got word that there was something going on in China. Nobody really thought much of it. There were some people dying. You're never going to get a straight answer from those dirty commies anyway. But we couldn't tell. Then it got here. And right when it got here, the panic train started moving and started moving and started moving. And soon, we had people whispering in the ear of President Donald Trump, oh, it's about to be a disaster. And then there was a model. Remember, someone put out a computer model. A computer model, one. No one to this day knows the methodology, methodology used. Nobody to this day. Somebody puts out a computer model saying, millions, millions are going to die. Two million dead Americans. And you had these doctors close to the president, advisors around him. You better do something now, or we're going to have two million dead Americans. And what did the powers that be come up with? Well, lockdowns, social distance, and wear a mask. You see, to stop millions of people from dying, you were told, and I was told, over and over and over and over and over again that we have to go home, keep the hospitals from being overwhelmed. That this restaurant, you cannot eat in there. Everyone's going to die if you do. Little Billy can't go to school. Everyone's going to die if he does. And when you do go out, you have to stand six feet away from everybody. That's what the doctor said. Stand six feet away from everybody. Oh, and wear a mask while you do it, too. And I want you to pause for a moment. I want you to pause for a moment and think about how in the last year, because of the things I just mentioned, think how the entire world has been adjusted and remade. Think of the empty office buildings all over the place. The substance abuse, the child abuse, spousal abuse. The, the, the suicides through the roof, suicide hotlines, phones ringing off the hook, children devastated, child suicides, jobs lost, trillions spent, trillions with a T, not just in America, around the world. Your grocery store serves as a reminder to you about six feet away, face mask sign on the door, no entry without a face mask. Got your little footsteps on, on the line so you can make sure you're standing six feet away. Oh, oh that's five feet, six feet away. Remember, that's how, that's, how, that's how we have to stop millions of people dying from coronavirus. Think about, think about how your world has been remade. Plexiglass everywhere. Your waitress wearing the same pair of stupid rubber gloves all day long as if that does something. Think about it. Just pause for a moment think about it. Now let's go into this here. Of course, Congress just passed this big $1.9 trillion COVID relief bill. It included things like a $650 million bailout for San Francisco. Bet you're happy about that. Your money's going to the most radical city in the country. I'm sure it's just a coincidence Nancy Pelosi lives there. 
And as long as you're thinking about the masking, the lockdowns, the social distancing, I want you to think about something else. I want you to think about the coverage difference between Governor Andrew Cuomo and Governor Ron DeSantis. And no, I'm not going off on Cuomo. And actually, I'm not going to super praise Heavy D. It's not about them. I want you to think about the coverage difference between those two men. DeSantis was vilified time and time and time again. Cuomo celebrated time and time and time again. Here's the president himself talking about Andrew Cuomo. Your governor of New York's done one hell of a job. He, I think he's, he's sort of the gold standard. The gold standard? Wow. Well, what's the president have to say about Ron DeSantis? Let's be honest. If we're going to be honest, which this president's not being. What, are the, what do you have to have to have the, those industries back up? You have to have people from New York, Philadelphia, Boston, Minneapolis. You got people from the Midwest, they got to come down and want to go to those parks, right? Well, guess what? They're not coming now because your governor's irresponsibility. The idea there's virtually no control. Irresponsible. That was back when Ron DeSantis decided to open up the parks. Okay, so let's set aside Republican, Democrat, left, right, Joe Biden, Donald Trump, Andrew Cuomo, Ron DeSantis. Let's have a really, really plain, truthful, difficult conversation. I'm going to do something for you right now. And I don't like doing this because it sometimes gets a little confusing. We're going to do a little side-by-side comparison of numbers. I hate doing it. Like I said, your eyes glaze over. I do think it's important because, again, we're setting aside politics for a moment. Let's go to New York. Here are New York's numbers. Over 65 population, 3.2 million. 47,921 total deaths. That's 246 per 100,000. That's probably the real number I want you to focus on. Just remember that, 246. 89,995 total hospitalized. Florida, 4.5 million over 65. Remember, the most vulnerable population, the over 65. 31,763 deaths, 148 per 100,000, 82,000 hospitalizations and change. But forgetting, again, Republican, Democrat, back to that year. Remember that year ago when life was normal, when you shook hands, looked people in the eye, had family reunions, hugged people, got up and went to work with other people? lived a normal life, your child lived a normal life, you remember a year ago. We were told by all the experts, by the entire system, lockdowns, social distancing, masking, by everybody, not just the president, doctors, mayors, governors, uh, the, the Hollywood stars were putting out their stupid little Instagram videos about the whole thing. It was everywhere. It was in your schools. It was everywhere. Okay. Why aren't people dying in droves in Florida? Somebody answer it. You've seen all the videos. The media is whining about it every other day. Full bars, full lines, spring break, party time, woohoo! Super Bowl champions, everybody's on a boat chugging a beer. Again, I don't want to hear your talking points. Tell me why, if social distancing works, if masks work, if lockdowns work, 
And Florida, I mean, not the whole state, but much of the state is not doing it. Why are they not dying in droves in Florida? I need an explanation. I need an explanation why people aren't just dying in the middle of the road. Their numbers are still better than a state like New York with some of the strictest lockdowns in the country. Their numbers are still better than a state like California with some of the strictest lockdowns in the country. Let me ask once again, why aren't they dying in droves? Could it be? Ready for this? Could it be that social distancing doesn't do anything to stop the spread of coronavirus? That wearing a mask doesn't stop the spread of coronavirus? I'm just asking a question. I'm, I'm dealing with, look, we're supposed to be scientists, right? I was taught a scientist has to collect and analyze the data. I'm collecting the data. I'm analyzing it. Could it be that everything we did to stop the spread of coronavirus was ineffectual? That we slaughtered people's livelihoods? When you consider the suicide numbers and things like that, that we slaughtered people's lives and didn't accomplish a single thing while we did it? Could it be that the system lied to you? And somewhere along the way, the system learned that it lied to you. But remember, the system doesn't ever acknowledge the lies. It doesn't ever acknowledge the mistakes. Same way the Soviets never used to. The system lies. And then the system lies about the lies. And then they'll lie to you about lying about the lies. And then they'll, they'll it's a two-pronged attack. Then they'll attack the truth. Don't you remember all the big tech stuff? Remember that about big tech? Remember YouTube banning videos of doctors saying all this stuff is wrong? We're going about this whole thing the wrong way? People were out there. It wasn't just me. Thank you for your emails. It wasn't just me. People were out there early on saying, this is a mistake, this is wrong, we are slaughtering economies for nothing. For nothing. Now, ponder what that means. If they're not dying in droves in Florida, if, just asking questions here, if people aren't dying in droves in Florida, then that means, because Florida is not applying these standards anymore, and other states are, then that means that the things we did to prevent the spread of coronavirus were wrong. So, if we killed... I don't even want to think about how many kids. If we killed a bunch of kids with suicides, adults with suicides, substance abuse, child abuse, spousal abuse, I went over the whole thing already. If we did all that, trillions of dollars lost, livelihoods wiped out, if we did that based on a lie, who's going to jail? And I really mean that. I don't mean a little public shaming. I want to know who's going to jail. Because in any other situation in the history of the world, when you're responsible for that much death and misery as the COVID prevention lies appear to be, you go to jail for something. Something. No, I'm not, I'm not sitting here calling for a public call out of public shaming. I'm calling for jail time. And I don't know who. I don't have a name. Whoever's responsible for this lie, for what we did, deserves to go to prison for a long time. How are we doing currently? I mean, again, look, New York... 
Restaurants, bars, and gyms have an 11 p.m. curfew. Because, of course, you know, 1101, COVID really turns it up. New York City restaurants have an indoor dining at 25% capacity. Outdoor venues, outdoor venues can open at 33% capacity. Movie theaters in some counties can open at 25% capacity. Private gatherings limited to 10 people. What are Florida's? That place where they're not dying in droves? All businesses can reopen. No state occupancy restrictions for bars and restaurants. Counties can impose restrictions as low as 50% capacity. No penalties for violators of social distancing and mask mandates. So again, I ask for the thousandth time in the past few minutes, if what we were told was true, why aren't they dying in droves in Florida? Why isn't the body bag industry booming right now? Someone tell me, why aren't the hospitals overwhelmed? I was told we just have to stand six feet, and if we don't, everyone's going to die. Other states, by the grace of God, are catching on. Alabama, Arizona, Arkansas, Iowa, Mississippi, Montana, North Dakota, South Carolina, Texas, West Virginia, and Wyoming. These are all states lifting their mask mandates as well. Joe Biden's looking at the same numbers I'm looking at. Not that I think he's able to compute them at this point in time. He's looking at Florida. He sees the shiny, happy people down there in Florida. He sees the miserable people in New York. Here's what he had to say about them. I hope everybody's realized by now these masks make a difference. And the last thing, the last thing we need is the Neanderthal thinking that in the meantime, everything's fine. Take off your mask. Forget it. It still matters. I know you all know that. I wish the heck some of our elected officials knew it. Neanderthal thinking. I'm, I'm looking at the numbers. They're right in front of me. Seems to me a Neanderthal would be the type of person who would look down at these numbers and come to any other conclusion than we've all been lied to for a long time. All that may have made you uncomfortable, but I'm right. Now, let me tell you something. Because of this coronavirus disaster, cybercrime is up 70%. 70, not 17, 70, 70% during this whole thing. These cyber criminals spend all day, every day. It's their job prowling online, looking for your home title. If you own a home, your home title's online. If it's online, they can hack into it. If they hack into it, you're toast. They will forge your signature on it, take a loan out against it. You're going to pay that loan back. Go to HomeTitleLock.com now. HomeTitleLock.com. Sign up. Use the code RADIO. Get 30 days for free. We'll be back. Well, as you know, we look to guidance from our sports stars. And I'm actually not being tongue-in-cheek. These people do matter. I, I, I can wish they didn't as much as I want. You can do that, too. We just say this about actors and actresses. The professional athlete, the kid who buys his shoes, they do listen to him. And that's why I don't like that LeBron James is an idiot. I don't like that he's always dumping on America. I don't like that he's praising China. I don't like that he's been loud about everything and now awfully quiet about the vaccine. Um, it's a, that is a, that's a conversation, uh, you know, that my family and I will have, um, you know, and uh, and pretty much probably keep that to a to a private thing. Um, obviously, you know, I've seen, you know, Adam had his comments about, 
you know, the vaccination and, and, and whatnot, but, um, you know, things like that, when you decide to do something, I think that's a conversation between you and your family and not for, and not for everybody. So I'll keep it that way. Not for everybody. Joining me now, a man who doesn't need any introduction, founder of OutKick and Fox Sports Radio host Clay Travis. Clay, LeBron just wants to keep his opinion to himself, man. He's a very private person. Yeah, I wish uh, LeBron would keep his opinion to himself on a lot of issues, honestly. Uh, look, he's entitled to any opinion that he wants to have under the sun, but this is a guy who said, you know, the First Amendment is not always a good thing and said that he will never shut up and dribble unless China asks him to shut up and dribble so that he can make sure he gets Space Jam 2 uh, into theaters, which is uh, why he has decided, let's be honest, to shut up and dribble to such an extent as it uh, pertains to Chinese genocide, to Chinese human rights violations, to basic issues of First Amendment freedoms, freedom of religion, basic human rights, which are not exactly political related issues. And it's also not difficult to know which side of uh, history it's going to be the best on, right? Are you going to be uh, on the side of modern day Nazis taking billions of dollars as the NBA is doing, or are you going to be in favor of basic human rights? So far, no NBA player, coach, or league executive has been willing to condemn anything that Chairman Xi and China are doing. And in particular, this response on the vaccine, Adam Silver has been trying to encourage uh, NBA players to take the vaccine when the opportunity arises uh, because he thinks that they have an important statement, important influence uh, in the decision-making that many young people who are NBA fans, many minorities who tend to be under-vaccinated in general, uh, might take a lead from, like LeBron James. And frankly, I don't understand how this is a family decision. LeBron's entitled to make whatever choice he wants, but a family decision makes it sound as if it implicates your children. Uh, LeBron's children aren't eligible, just like my children are, to receive any kind of COVID vaccine. It's an adult choice that LeBron has to decide what he's going to do. And if he's saying he's not willing to answer that question, I don't know about you, Jesse, but to me, that offers pretty strong credence that he may be inclined to not take the vaccine which again, well, I think Clay. should be his right. But don't claim that you are this paragon of virtue and that you are the most educated man in the world when it comes to all these complex issues and then basically punt on the question of whether or not you're going to get the vaccine. Well, Clay, I, I, we'll get back to LeBron, but I mean, we're talking about him specifically. Isn't it perfectly understandable why a bunch of young professional athletes yes. who are at virtually no risk of coming down with severe, you know, complications from COVID would want to take a vaccine? These guys take care of their bodies. They're the finest athletes in the world. Isn't it just that simple? I'm a 20-year-old NBA player. I can run like the wind blows and jump out of the gym. I'm not at risk for COVID. And also, he may have had it. We don't know, right? Uh, and if he's already had COVID, as many different NBA players have, we didn't hear every single player that tested positive over that length of time. His position is somewhat similar to mine, uh, Jesse, which is what I said on my show. Back in the day when I did local radio, they would encourage people to get flu shots. And one of the advertisers that we had was Kroger. And they would come while we were live on the air and give us flu shots. And I was happy to take the flu shot. You know, I don't think that's a bad message to send, particularly to older people who might be listening, that you are likely to be much safer if you get the flu shot than if you don't. But if you're relatively young, and this is one of the big flaws of the way that the media has covered COVID in general, it's a broad category when I say relatively young. If you're under the age of 50, you really have nothing at all to suffer or fear from COVID. Uh, as it pertains to your health. You are likely, if you get it, to be fine. If you're over the age of 50, certainly if you're a senior citizen, 
65 and up, I think that there is a lot more reason to be afraid uh, of COVID implicating uh, many other issues that you might have of a health condition. Uh, but NBA players in general are not and have never been at risk. And Jesse, it hasn't gotten a lot of attention, but every time somebody tests positive, the sports media loses their mind over, oh my God, this coach, this player, or whatever else tested positive. We haven't seen, frankly, any significant negative health consequences from anybody who played football, basketball, baseball, hockey, whatever the sport may be across this entire nation from high school, little league, professional sports anywhere, uh, because by and large, uh, that's not a risk factor. And uh, as I've been saying for a long time, I'm glad my kids are in school, uh, but I wish that all these NBA players and all these athletes in general who believe that their voices are so important, I wish they would speak out on nonpartisan issues like, hey, kids should be in school. How important it is to be able to play high school football or high school basketball. How many kids stay eligible and don't drop out of school just for sports? Jesse, you know them. Every single person knows someone. You might be one watching us right now who stayed in school to be able to play a sport because that was what you loved. And hopefully that light bulb went off for you at some point in your life and you were able to use the ball as opposed to the ball using you. Um, and uh, and I hope that uh, that we haven't lost a generation of, uh, of people with this remote schooling, but I fear that we have and that those are the kids that most often are going to need school more than anybody else. Clay, how much do we attribute the left-wing lurch of sports to China? Now, you're not exactly a career Republican. You famously said publicly, you voted for Barack Obama twice. You just haven't given over to this absolute insanity. Yes. And I can't figure out when it happened, Clay. Now it's all America-hating, racial grievance stuff. There was a place where the races came together that was called sports. That was what sports was as part of what made it so great. And now it's just miserable all the time. Why? How that happened so fast? It's, it's a fantastic question. Uh, and, and my theory on this, it's a big theory that I've spent a lot of time thinking about. I think that Democrats took the wrong lesson from Barack Obama's success. And let me explain what I mean by that. If you go back and look at Barack Obama's 2008 presidential campaign, he would be a Republican now, right? If you go look at most of what he uh, advocated for, what Barack Obama sold was the exceptionalism of America such that a kid with a uh, immigrant background who was born in Hawaii of mixed race with, as he always said, a ridiculous sounding name in the grand scheme of things that sounded a little bit like one of the greatest and worst terrorists in the history of all time with Osama bin Laden, that he could rise to the most powerful office in the world despite all of those uh, issues was a quintessentially American success story, something that frankly probably couldn't happen anywhere else in the world. And by 2012, a lot of that excitement had started to decline because of the overall economic straits that we were in. He still beat Mitt Romney. But I think what happened is Democrats looked at the black voter turnout that Barack Obama got and said, the only way we can win when Hillary Clinton ran her campaign in 2016, and I think Trump's response was somewhat identity politics laden as well, but I think Hillary Clinton's entire campaign was, you need to vote for me if you are a woman. You need to vote for me if you are a minority. You need to vote for me uh, if you are gay or, or any other kind of a group such as those. She didn't have the personal charisma and magnetism or political gifts that Obama had. And so she leaned all in on an identity politics as her only way to get elected. 
And I think that's what we've seen since then. I think that's what Joe Biden did, who doesn't really have any of the personal magnetism or ability to connect with voters that Barack Obama had or, frankly, that Donald Trump had. I think that's Kamala Harris's entire campaign. She deserves this. She kind of picked up the mantle of Hillary Clinton. And I think what would have happened, unfortunate, if COVID never happened, or even if COVID happens this year in 2021 instead of 2020, I think the Democratic identity politics cancel culture duo would have exploded because I think Trump would have won re-election with a massive um, uh, mandate. I think he would have won Michigan. I think he would have won Wisconsin. I think he would have won Minnesota. I think he would have won Pennsylvania, Georgia, Arizona, New Mexico, Nevada. His overall number of support and amount of support from Hispanic and black voters would have increased because of the economic situation. Instead, Joe Biden effectively ran an identity politics campaign mixed with what I call fear porn, the idea that everybody was gonna die of COVID. And that was appealing enough, given the situation, to win him the election by about 40,000 votes. And I think 2022 and 2024, my prediction and my hope, is that we're gonna see the explosion of the identity politics and cancel culture universe if the Democrats run Kamala Harris, as I think they will, and if the Republicans pick a good candidate in 2024, I think it will be an absolute beatdown. And I think we would have seen it in 2020 because I think ultimately even many Democrats know that their way to create this uh, this sort of sordid, toxic cancel culture mixed with identity politics is not a long, uh, long-running governable strategy. Amen. Clay Travis, appreciate <laughs> you very much, man. I can talk. I appreciate my man. You do good work. I appreciate you having me. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you. I agree with him. I agree with him. Let's hope it all blows up in their faces because th- this is no way to live. You have to quit dipping. I, I don't, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be the guy pointing at you saying that tobacco is bad for you. I'm not being that guy. Let me be clear. I walked around with a can in my pocket for years, years. Now, I didn't try it once at a party, and now I'm telling you I used to dip. Years. I still think about it sometimes, especially after I eat a meal. Mm, I could really go for it. I knew I had to stop. At some point in time, I had to stop. But quitting is hard, especially with something that's that delicious. Jake's Mint Chew is the way to quit because it allows you to replace it with something that's not harmful at all. Jake's Mint Chew doesn't have nicotine. It doesn't have tobacco. It doesn't even have sugar. They even have CBD pouches, which I would highly recommend, that really take the edge off. Go to jakesmintchew.com. Use the promo code JESSE. Get 20% off. It's time. We'll be back. I'm Lauren Bovert, a mom, a small business owner, a defender of freedom. Here's what I know. You protect what you love. President Trump built a big, beautiful wall because he loves America. And he wanted to secure our country and protect us from drugs, illegal aliens pouring into our communities, and sex traffickers. Democrats, they fought him every step of the way. And now, welcome to Fort Pelosi, where Democrats decry walls from within their own heavily guarded razor wire wall. Democrats don't want to protect you because they don't care about you, but they'll spare no expense protecting themselves. 
We will not build a wall. No, there will not be another foot of wall constructed on my administration. I'm not Number for a wall. One. I'm not for a wall. It's time to cut the crap and remember, this is the people's house. Madam Speaker, tear down this wall. Finally, we have some people who understand media in Congress. It's so nice. Joining me now, Congresswoman from Colorado, Lauren Boebert. Lauren, uh, are you explaining to your perhaps older colleagues how important videos like that are? You know, if you're on the news, you have the ability to make the news. I have earned media because I earn it. Uh, we have a tremendous platform to be able to create the narrative and combat this progressive socialism that we are seeing from our nation's capital. I'm here in Fort Pelosi today, and the hypocrisy is on full display. Uh, last week, they voted to defund our police. And this week, they're slashing our Second Amendment rights, saying that Americans don't have the right, the ability, nor does government trust them to defend themselves, to arm themselves and protect themselves. But they'll say that all from within their own heavily guarded fortress. And everything else aside, Democrat, Republican, left, right, I think it looks creepy and bad for America that we have a razor wire top wall with armed yeah. guards around it guarding our capital. It makes me feel icky for the country. This is absolutely disgraceful. I can't even allow my constituents to come in and see me in the office that their tax dollars pay for. Uh, we are telling the American people, we don't trust you. Democrats don't trust you. Nancy Pelosi doesn't trust you. You aren't allowed to be here because the Democrats are obsessed with conspiracy theories. And they come up with these crazy notions to waste tax dollar monies uh, and, and have our National Guard here doing what? I, I haven't been able to figure that out yet. They have them here without magazines and their firearms. So if something even does go down, how are they going to be able to stop the threat. I am tired of the hypocrisy. I'm tired of the elite saying that they deserve all of this protection, but the American people don't. Speaking of wall, you brought up Donald Trump's wall in the beginning and, and border protection. We had somebody on yesterday from, or formerly from Customs and Border Patrol, and he is telling horror stories, 5,000 a day, 2,000 a day, that they are being absolutely flooded. And then we're just busing these people into the cities and hotels and just dropping them off without anyone overseeing them? Catch and release, Jesse. This is Biden's border crisis, and it's it's terrible. It's devastating to the American people. I say that Congress should have remote sessions and have sessions right there at the border, and maybe we could finally get the border secure. I went and I checked out the wall. The wall that Trump built is great. It's beautiful, but it's incomplete. Why? Because the Biden regime halted all construction the first week that they were in office. And so now you have big eight-foot gaping gaps in the wall where people can just freely walk through. And then, um, I mean, as you're, as you're showing, people are just coming through in droves and we're allowing them to. No one is being checked for COVID or nearly not enough. We can't open our schools because of COVID. We can't open our small businesses. We can't reopen our economy, but we can allow thousands of illegal immigrants to pour through our border. Lauren, $1.9 trillion COVID bill just passed through, well, at least through the House anyway, and $650 million for San Francisco. I mean, the, the, the crap that's in this bill, I, I, I have to ask because you're in Congress now, 
who actually puts this stuff in? And I mean, is it a lobbyist? Is it a congressman? Is it a group of people? How does something like that get in a bill? Uh, they don't call it the swamp for nothing. But uh, who is it that represents San Francisco again? It's interesting that they're getting so much money, more money even than our schools are getting. Uh, they, and they don't even want to open the schools until 2022. Uh, it's devastating that our children can't go back and, and learn. But, you know, we can bail out uh, these blue cities and blue states that have mismanaged this crisis, that has mismanaged not. their... The budget and have held their 50, people hostage. The days of 49. Lauren, what is HR one? Everybody's talking about HR one. HR one's a disaster. We have to stop HR one, and I feel like very few people have actually explained what it is. What is it? HR one, uh, the Democrats so carefully crafted it as the For the People Act, but it's anything but that. It's for the swamp, it is for politicians, and it's a DC takeover of our elections. We have federally funded politicians, taxpayer funded politicians, and it's it, it's a complete takeover where our elections will, will be federalized. Um, say goodbye to states' rights, where the Constitution says that the state legislatures decide their election process well, now Nancy Pelosi says states have to ignore voter ID laws, uh, that they're going to um, mandate ba mail-in ballot um, harvesting and even allow 16-year-olds to register. But now we don't have voter ID laws, so that means 16-year-olds can vote in America. Um, this is devastating for our country. They are trying to codify everything that we saw wrong in the 2020 election, which is really interesting because they've been telling us for months now that it was a perfect election and suddenly they want to change our election system. How does Nancy Pelosi hold so much power con con continuously? And look, I'm not asking you to bag on the Speaker of the House, not that I think you'd have a problem with that. But in all seriousness, the, the lady has a personality of like a Disney movie villain. And yet she's been the most powerful woman in America for years, for absolutely years. How? It is interesting because she is the most lowly esteemed woman in the United States of America. Uh, and this is why we need to take the gavel back from her in 2022. Um, I'll tell you this, Jesse, uh, her hair looks fantastic. So I don't know where she's getting it done. Uh, <laughs> but the girl has been taking care of her hair the past year. Uh, you know, this is why we have to all collectively get together. I need more people like me in Washington, DC. I need more principled people here fighting this battle with me to take the gavel back from her, to take control. This is what happened happens when Democrats have control of the House, the Senate, and the presidency. This is what happens when we cede our freedoms to power-hungry politicians, and we have to put a stop to it. And it's the American people not giving up, using this frustration to push them forward into future elections and, and not give up. You know, she does have good hearing. Look, if I'm being honest, for 80 years old, kind of hot. But anyway, the GOP, the future of the GOP, it's a different party now than it was 10 years ago. What direction Thank is God. it going? And do you like that direction? I absolutely do. So I think right now we are seeing more patriots come out and, and and stand proud for their country. We have seen our Constitution be shred in our face, uh, kind of like Nancy Pelosi shredded the State of the Union document right there in front of all Americans. That's what we've been seeing with the Constitution. This really is the party of Trump. 
and Trumpism. He has changed the way we do politics in Washington, D.C. He has exposed the fake news media. He's exposed the corrupt politicians. He put Americans first. And that matters. It matters to have an America first agenda. It matters to be put above uh, gender studies in Pakistan. It matters to be energy independent. Everything that he did is important to the American people. Long gone are the days of politicians lying to us. We finally had someone who did everything that he said that he would do. I, I wish that he was here for four more years right now uh, to continue that out, but hopefully we'll see him in the future. I know that he's not leaving the Republican Party behind, and I'm not leaving the Republican Party. We're going to stay in this until we conquer and get control of the House, the Senate, and the presidency once again. Lauren Boebert, thank you so much, ma'am. Appreciate you. Thanks, Jesse. All right. We're still going. Hang on. I'm not going to get off of this subject about Joe Biden being embarrassing. And I'm not going to stop saying that thing that makes all of you kind of shiver a little bit. And it, look, it makes me shiver too. I'm ready for President Kamala Harris. Oh, gosh, that hurt to say. That hurt to say. I am, though. And I'm not ready, obviously, in four years. I hope we make a change. I'm ready now. Uh, you and I, because we're Americans, and I realize we have an international audience, but speaking to the Americans here, here's something about you and something about me. We don't watch when other politicians in other countries talk. There is a good chance, a very good chance, you've never heard the voice of the leaders of countries like France, Germany, Great Britain, Russia, the, uh, China. Maybe you have a little clip here and there, but if you did, it was just in passing. You certainly don't remember anything they said. Why? Why is that? You're number one. You're an American. You're the wealthiest, most powerful country in the world. You lead. Others follow. You lead. That's, that's, that's the only country you've known. I'm not necessarily talking about you personally, but that's the only country you've ever known. Here is a reality, a reality and it's hard to get this through everybody's skull. The entire world watches when the United States president speaks. You and I can't relate because we don't watch when other leaders speak. They do watch us. South America, Central America, Europe, Asia, probably Antarctica for all I know, Africa. They watch when the United States president speaks. They watch, they pay attention. Our friends watch. Our enemies watch. And please don't be under the illusion that we are currently living in the only era in human history where there aren't monster tyrants out there who would be more than happy to take over the world and slaughter millions of people. Men like that have always existed and will always exist. And they exist right now. And they have been for a long time licking their chops, hoping America would bring itself down and hoping America would nominate for itself a leader that can't properly defend the country. When, I'm say, when I say I'm ready for President Kamala Harris, I want you to watch this video from yesterday, and this is exactly what I mean. I just want to thank you both, and I want to thank the, the, the uh, former general, I keep calling him general, but my, my, uh, the guy who runs that outfit over there. Uh, I want to make sure we thank 
the Secretary for all he's done to try to implement what we've just talked about and for recommending these two women for promotion. Thank you all. May God bless you all, and may God protect our troops. That's the President of the United States of America forgetting the name of the Secretary of Defense and the Pentagon. I want you to watch this again. He's talking about Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, that outfit over there, that's the Pentagon, a fairly important thing when it comes to defending the country. The President of the United States forgot the names of both of them. So when you watch this again, I want you to imagine you were Xi Jinping in China, you were Vladimir Putin of Russia, you were whatever scumbag dirtball Ayatollah is running Iran at the time. And I want you to watch this in their eyes and think about what they must be thinking. I just want to thank you both, and I want to thank the, the, the uh, former general, I keep calling him general, but my, my, uh, the guy who runs that outfit over there. Uh, I want to make sure we thank the secretary for all he's done to try to implement what we just talked about and for recommending these two women for promotion. Thank you all. May God bless you all, and may God protect our troops. The president is not mentally fit for office. That man should be in a long-term care facility getting the rest and attention he needs. I don't wish any ill on Joe Biden. He just needs to go away. Because guess what? He's not qualified for the job. And I'm all about exclusion. Life is about exclusion. I'm not qualified to be a horse jockey because I'm 6'8", 230. Joe Biden's not qualified to be the president of the United States of America because now his brain functions like a field mouse. Gosh. All right. We're still going. Hang on. You remember that bizarre story where Joe Biden supposedly hurt himself chasing his dog after he got out of the shower? You remember that story? And we're all, we're so used to these weird Joe Biden story tripping after the shower when he pulled on the dog's tail. What? Just I mean, there are so many things weird about that. Why are you pulling on the dog's tail? Why are you pulling on the dog's tail when you got out of the shower? But well, I guess those days are done because now. The White House puppies leaving. You see, this is the headline. Biden's German shepherds sent back to Delaware after reportedly biting a security guard. Do I have a grand point to make? No. I just want to say I'm happy for those German shepherds now. Maybe now they won't have some strange old man pulling on their tails as he gets out of the shower soaking wet. I'm leaving you with that image. I'll see you tomorrow. You don't have to dip forever. You know that, right? You don't have to smoke forever. And the reason I say it like that is I have been that guy. I, I've been that guy. I dipped for so long. And what would happen is I would decide I'm going to quit. Oh, that's bad for me. I'm going to quit. I'm a man. I don't need any help. I'm just going to quit cold turkey. And I would fail time and time and time again. I tried things like the patch. That didn't work. Gum, sunflower seeds. I, I tried it all. It's just a matter of finding the right thing to help you quit. That's Jake's Mint Chew. Go, put in your dip.
just make sure it's Jake's Mint Chew. It's tobacco-free. It's nicotine-free. It's even sugar-free. And I highly recommend, just a personal choice, I highly recommend their CBD pouches because it really helps take that extra edge off. Go to jakesmintchew.com. That's jakesmintchew.com. Make sure you use the promo code JESSE at checkout. When you do that, you get 10% off. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes and their families since 9-11. Hero first responders and service members who serve our communities and our country. Those who die in the line of duty or are catastrophically injured. Veterans who fought for our nation's freedoms only to return home, fall on tough times, and become homeless. Heroes like Buffalo, New York firefighter Jason Arno and his family. Arno was killed while protecting his community, battling a warehouse fire. He left behind his wife and a young daughter. In their darkest hour, Tunnel to Towers provided Arno's wife and daughter with a mortgage-free home. The foundation lifted a financial burden, enabling them to stay in the home where they made memories with their hero. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. Support the families of America's greatest heroes, the families of fallen first responders like Jason Arno, plus Gold Star families with young children, catastrophically injured service members, and homeless veterans. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Hollywood is under siege from external forces. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream is now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in Hollywood Takeover. Brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse. The 2024 election is upon us, and now is the time to fight back against the war on masculinity in American society today. Thankfully, the patriots at Chalk, C-H-O-Q, are here to help real American men maximize their masculinity by boosting testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. I've been taking a male vitality stack from Chalk for like three years now. It is incredible. They are here to help make American men strong again. Testosterone. Testosterone fueled again. Maximize your masculinity today at choq.com. Use the code Jesse for a massive discount on any chalk subscription for life. Choq.com code Jesse. Limited time offer. Subscription cancelable at any time. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart.